Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Frances Bean Cobain, of course, the daughter of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love, got married. She married Riley Hawk, the son of Tony Hawk. Oh. And Michael Stipe from R.E.M. performed the ceremony. Really? Yeah. When I first got started, uh, one of my first uh, on-air jobs was doing overnights. And uh, I had found this story about Michael Stipe and how someone had said to him that uh, R.E.M. had a similar sound to the Beach Boys. And Michael Stipe claimed to not have known what the Beach Boys sounded like. Oh, my goodness. Which just seemed so absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Even somebody who isn't into music would know what the Beach Boys sound like. Right. Michael Stipe, who is a musician, you think would have heard a Beach Boys song. So I was going off on him. And then I uh, got off the air, was very proud of myself. And then someone called me to uh, let me know that I've been calling him Michael Stripe the entire time. <laughs> Oops. But he's, a, he's an efficient now? I like guess he is. is. Yeah, he's well, not a minister, I'd imagine. I don't know. He's probably some online thing he got. Right. Now REM's not doing much these days. No, I just figure someone who's saying losing my religion probably right. <laughs> couldn't be a minister of no. some sort. Although I guess you can be a minister uh, with no religious yeah, affiliation. An efficient, right, an efficient. That's probably what he is. Yeah. Uh, he's actually, Michael Stipe is actually uh, Francis's godfather. Oh. And Drew Barrymore is her godmother. Really? Really? Huh. No well, more, no they were pretty the famous, that Cobain love yeah. mix. Mm-hmm. What's Courtney Love doing these days? I don't hear much about her anymore. Uh, I think she kind of settled down things with the Foo Fighters, right? And or with Dave Grohl and yeah, Nirvana. that all got solved. But, you know, her acting career was taken off there at one point, And I guess there's, like, no hole going on, her band. Right. Nothing. I just never hear of her anymore. Um... No word on other guests or who else was there or even if Courtney was there. But we know Kurt was. Mm. Um, speaking of people being places, Drake celebrated his 37th birthday at a club in Miami on Monday night. And he had some special guests behind the bar. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad showed up to serve drinks <laughs> and promote their new Mescal brand. Wow. Yeah, those two cannot let go of each other, huh? Brian no. Cranston and Aaron Paul. It's over. And then Drake, didn't he? Like, his son has an album now, too. Like, a six-year-old. Oh, does he really? Is rapping. Yeah. Because <laughs> why not? Of course he is. Anyhow. I, uh, I've i mentioned that I've been watching uh, Malcolm in the Middle and Brian Cranston plays the dad. Very different character. Oh, it's great. I mean, you really see the range. Oh, yeah. I, this guy from Seinfeld. He was, yeah. you know, he's the played dentist. a lot of different characters. Yeah. And then to go on to Breaking Bad, it's just amazing. Anyhow, that's kind of cool when you can get celebrities like that serving you drinks. I saw Aaron Paul. You know, the only thing he ever did, really, uh, that I know of is Breaking Bad. I'm sure he's been in other shows or movies and stuff, but nothing of any real, you right. know, nothing that's caught anybody's attention all that much. Then they did one of these celebrity home things. Now, he lives, like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, he lives in, like, North Dakota or something. So, you know, you can get a lot of house in North Dakota or wherever the hell he is. But 
This house is like off the charts gorgeous. <laughs> Stunningly. <laughs> oh, I think I saw a bit beautiful. of this too. Like it's a big ranch. It's insane how beautiful this house is. Mm-hmm. From one TV show. <laughs> he did a few things to get there, I think. I guess so, but yeah, not of you know, again, not the name one other thing. If anybody right now, off the top of their head, could tell me something Aaron Paul did outside of Breaking Bad, right? Lucky will give you ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any disgusting smells that you like? Now I. I they call this the, uh, these disgusting smells. Uh, a lot of them, I don't think, are disgusting smells at all. Like, example, uh, a mechanic shop or an auto parts store. I kind of like that smell when you walk into either Home Hardware or Canadian Tire. They both have a certain scent when you walk in the front door. All right. So yeah, I, I, I smell like the rubber tires. Mm-hmm. I think is a is a smell that I, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if it goes out as disgusting. No. I guess to some it might be. To each their own. A little extreme. I mean, on the list, this one, farm animals, sure. I would say most of us would think that's disgusting, and I don't know anybody who likes it. Right. Well, I guess you're a farmer, perhaps. I bet you the farmers don't even really, you know, there's all sorts of things about our careers we don't quite like. Yeah, but but maybe it smells like home. Yeah. Could you imagine if your house smelt like a, (laughs) well, a a pig farm? (laughs) I've, I've been told at times it does. And I've been to a pig farm, and they stink. Oh, Ooh. no thanks. You think the cow poop is bad. Right. Yeah, the pigs make a lot of money, though. This guy, my gosh, he, uh, he this guy's uh, old barn, he had turned into like a a, uh, a guy's den, and he had built this lo- massive long bar that went from one end of this barn to the other. And he lit the whole um, bar up with Crown Royal bottles. All along the inside of the bar, he had put, drilled a hole into the bottom of each one and put a light in. So when he lit it up, and it looked amazing. But mm. I thought, well, first of all, that's about a million dollars just in Crown Royal right there. <laughs> and he made most of his money from inseminating pigs. So he'd take his boar, like the boar <laughs> semen. He didn't do that himself, though, I assume. I, I assisted. <laughs> no wonder he's gone through that much Crown Royal. I, <laughs> I assisted once. I'm sure you did. I did. They brought this big, oh, so funny. They brought in this big, stupid old boar. And this thing was slow and probably very old and massive. And all the, uh, the lady pigs would be lined up in their stalls doing whatever they're doing. And, uh, minding their own business, really. And they would put like a, like a hump hassock, like a little stool for him. Okay. And he would stand up, and this is how dumb he was. He'd start like humping the air. <laughs> he would think he was <laughs> in the, the lady pig. But what they'd do is they'd take this tubing and they'd attach it to his, uh, to his, uh, bore junk. Right. And when he completed, it would go through the tubing and into these very fancy scientific things, containers. Sure. And then he would sell that off, I guess, to other pig farmers who right. would then inseminate their female pigs. Anyhow, even though this boar was old, we had to hold that hose. You, it was like a fire hose. It was, you really had to. And we were in like uh, like hazmat suits from head to toe. And my uh, my 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 radio partner ended up getting sprayed by some of it. Oh! And I said, "Now you're you're going to have pig babies. You're you're pregnant with a pig baby." But even when you drive through the countryside and you smell the cow poop, yeah, when they when they spray freshly oh. sprayed manure. Oh my gosh. 
And it's so it's so funny because sometimes you're in the car and you're just totally ignoring it. Like you just want to get through it. And then you've always got somebody in your car who's just such a drama queen. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Kate. I got to throw up. I hear, Dad, was that you? <laughs> um, disgusting smells that people uh, say they like. A blowing out match. Now, that is a nice smell. I like the smell that comes off the, the smoke of a blowing out match. Okay. I'm fine with that. Gasoline. Yeah. Even lighter fluid back in the day. Remember, like the Zippos? Yeah. Refilling yes. those? I can remember my dad smoked a pipe, and I remember the smell of his pipe smoke. Right, Very yeah. distinctly. Classic. Um, your uh, your own underarms or body odor, or even your partner's. Uh, I don't know about the partners, but uh, you like, like the smell of your own brand. Yeah, I think I'm great. Um, we don't like nail polish or nail polish remover. It can be a little strong. Chlorine in a swimming pool. Tennis balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, freshly cracked tube of tennis balls. Oh, yeah? There's Again, it's like like the tires. Like There's a rubber mm. uh, scent to it. And, yeah, that's that's great. Same with the, the racquetball ones, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a shocking turn of events, I never played a racquetball or tennis. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, permanent markers? Yeah, they've got that real smell. Mm-hmm. People used to say you get high off of them. Yeah, it was sniffing like crazy. And then they sent it, the, put scents to them too, right? Right. Pungent cheeses. Yeah, they yeah. can get stinky. Yeah, oh, definitely. I, I don't know if it's a, a scent. I guess some people like it. I'm fine with I mean, I love cheese. Uh, so I don't... I haven't, I mean, there's such a wide variety of cheeses. I've sampled many different ones, and I'm sure there's a ton I've not gotten to, and I'm sure there's some real stinky ones that would even throw me off. Mm-hmm. But I do like it. Somebody said they love the smell of fresh plastic, like the cheap inflatable pool toys. That's when you open them up. Oh. Yeah. All right. Someone said their dog's food smells good, but tastes bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why would you eat that? I don't know. <laughs> Even if you thought it smelled good. Yeah. Someone else on their dog, they said, the dog smells disgusting, but I love it. They said, my dog smells like he works double overtime at the Frito factory. <laughs> <laughs> it is a strange time of year. Uh, yesterday, I was looking out my front window and um, noticed uh, one or two what I thought to be like uh, ladybugs. Then I noticed three or four. Then I noticed... Eventually, like a couple of dozen, right. all just swarming the front window. Yeah. Then I go up into my bedroom, and there's nothing but flies swarm in the bedroom window because <laughs> flies go where death is. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're all. This is the time of year where they're all trying to nest in or do something. I don't know what's going on. It was it was crazy last night. So I um or in the afternoon, I was down working in the basement, and the. Uh, and, and when I do that, Coop loves to go out in the backyard and just and sit and perch, mm. and that's what he does. So I open up uh, the screen door, let him out, and I just let him hang out there. It was a beautiful afternoon. And then I noticed, like, same thing, one of those orange ladybugs, yeah. which I think were brought in to kill something as well. It was like be- beetles or ash borer or whatever the hell it was. Oh, okay. I think, I don't think these are the, uh, these aren't the original red ladybugs. These we brought in from somewhere. Oh, did we? Yeah. Or got in from somewhere. Um, and, uh, and so I noticed one or two of them along the screen door and then I happened to look up and there were probably about 30 along the ceiling in the basement. Oh, really? Oh yeah. They completely gotten in. I had to grab the vacuum and start sucking these things up. Oh yeah. The shop vac is the way to go. <laughs> like what the hell?
My job in the house now, whenever there's flies in the house over the summer, is uh, I am in charge of using the uh, the dustbuster to mm. suck those bad boys up. And I'll tell you something, flies, they're sturdy. Yeah. I mean, I've sucked up, again, all the flies that are in the bedroom window between the glass and the screen. I've sucked up, I, I'm going to say, I don't, hundreds of them over the last few weeks. And I'll, you know, I'll put the shop vac or the uh, dustbuster away. And I'll go back a couple of days later to use it again to get more flies. And I'll look inside, and those little buggers are still flying around in there. <laughs> I mean, aren't you hungry? Yeah, but they look at the size of them. They hardly eat anything. I guess. And they, they eat dust and decay. I guess. Maybe they're very happy in there. <laughs> probably, they probably love it in there. So I don't know what to do with them because I figure if I go outside like and just open it up and clean it out and just let them go, they'll just come back to the bedroom again. <laughs> Start the cycle all over again. But it is weird, too, because the only window they seem to go into is our bedroom window. Like we have our bathroom window, window right around the uh, side of the house. Right. Nothing in there ever. And you'd think a fly would like a bathroom window. I always thought that, you know, like, I could see one right now up on the lights in here. We've got a few of them. Um, and I always thought that, you know, every now and then we get these big fluorescent lights in offices, you'll see dead ones up mm-hmm. above in there. I always thought they could still hatch from the dead ones. And that's oh, why, really? that's why you get them all in the same spots all the time. But, I could be completely wrong and probably am. Yeah, it just seems to be a lot of flies this year. Or maybe they're just following me. <laughs> maybe they know something I don't. <laughs> well, it's also you get these little warm stretches. Like Mother Nature gets all screwed up. Yeah, I guess so. Anyhow, that's what I'm dealing with. And I've talked to a couple other people, and they well, obviously you've got the same problem. And uh, a buddy of mine, same thing. He has them in a, one particular window. They're all being caught in. And they're... They're dumb little flies because they don't, you know, like your normal summer flies, sometimes they're very tough to catch and mm-hmm. kill. These ones just sit on the screen and don't really even fight, like, to, to get away from the shop vac. Right. But uh, so I get them all. I'm the, I'm the fly killer. You're the lord of the flies. Okay. <laughs> I have uh, Netflix, as many of us do, but I don't have uh, the app on my phone. But maybe I should get it because supposedly there's, like, a ton of games that you can play on it for free. Games? Games. There's no ads, no extra fees. You do require a, a download, but they have uh, games based on some of their shows, like Queen's Gabbit and Gambit and Stranger Things and uh, Love is Blind. Really? I've got it on my phone. I've never, I've never yeah. seen games on it. Just go to uh, a section titled Mobile Mobile Games. Okay. And there you go. Actually, uh, the return, speaking of television and such, uh, I think there was season one of The Dark Side of Comedy, and it looked at uh, this documentary, one hour per episode, and they look at different comedians who have either uh, died of drug abuse problems or got canceled like Roseanne did uh, mm. after her uh, after her rants online. And uh, they just launched season two, and it starts with Robin Williams. So okay, we'll watch that today for sure. Actually, we have a, uh, a co-worker, speaking of games, we have a co-worker who came in and said that they have a, a Nintendo Switch for sale. And I, uh, over Thanksgiving, uh, my youngest had brought his Switch uh, over to the house for us to uh, try out. And I guess he's got a sports game. It includes uh, bowling and golf. And so yeah. we did both. And the golf is, is a lot of fun. And I, I remember having, like, Xbox and buying the Tiger Woods golf. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, here's a good thing we can all play together. Right. <clears throat> and like so many things, we played it probably twice. 
I never Some touched of those it again. Are difficult though. Like the one thing about the Nintendo was your your its motion, right? Yeah, it's it's like the old Wii. Yeah, but uh, the golf is a lot of fun, and uh, and so we quite enjoyed that. And then uh, we ended up bowling late into the night, and Craigie had had a lot of drinks. <laughs> And I was striking every time. And there is video somewhere of me dancing and screaming all day, all day after every strike. Lovely. So when this uh, co-worker said he was, uh, he's got a switch for sale, I kind of thought, well, maybe I'll buy it. Because <laughs> I think I did declare to everybody in the house that I wanted my own switch for Christmas. Oh, there you go. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But I know it'll be like everything else. I'll get it. We'll play it once, and I'll never touch it again. Funny, we were cleaning out some old toys recently. We came across a whole stack of Wii games mm-hmm. that we'd had, and and the boys were looking at them. And this is what happens. They, they don't even know it exists for a while. Right. And then they see it and go, oh, I want to play it, and we can't even get the thing to work. No. Right? The the game, we still have the games. They're fine, but the, the gaming system doesn't work this properly anymore. Out. And I guess Wii is totally gone, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. God, it was such a big deal there for a moment. I, I still have, I think I have the originally like uh, Atari 2600 in a box right. in my basement, but you can't even hook it up to the TV because no TVs have the UHF <laughs> screws on the back of them anymore. <laughs> I think I have an old original Pong game as well in a box. Wow. I could be sitting on 3 or $4. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the story of your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I've got these, uh, this um, couple of record sets, a 75 vinyl set of the history of rock that I found in a promo closet in a radio station that I worked at years ago, and a Beatles, the days in their life, it's like 30 something uh, vinyl records. Wow! And they're all in mint. It looks like they've never touched a turntable. Doug Elliott hasn't stolen those off. He yet. has not. No, and they've traveled with me now since probably the early 90s, and I have made inquiries as to what they're worth. And um, I think I've heard, like, the Beatles one might get me, like, a 1000 bucks or something. But I figure, much like a famous uh, painter, right? once we lose Ringo and Paul, <laughs> not that I want them to die anytime soon, you know. I just figure once they go, I'm sitting on a boatload. We all have this, even if you don't want to admit it. We all own yellow pillows. You know, Ooh. the pillows you've had forever. That gets stained because over time, hair gel, sweat, oil, lotions, your love potions. <laughs> <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever go to a cottage or like an Airbnb or something like that, don't ever mm. take the pillowcase off. No. Double, double bag that pillow. <laughs> so there's a bit of a debate online about yellow pillows, whether they're gross or endearing. And some consider them gross. Others think they're uh, they're just fine. I can't imagine people think they're endearing. Well, the reason this guy started this conversation is he said, I've been using the same pillow since the age of 10, and I've never washed it. Ouch. Uh, he said, it's just, uh, it's my life right there in that pillow. And uh Yeah, literally it's all the the, the, the bed lice and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he said his girlfriend is mad at him because uh she was changing the uh the pillowcases and saw how gross they were. And uh others say, No, no, I got rid of my yellow pillows maybe a year ago. Uh, and uh, I'm so happy I did it. They are gross. You ever looked at the price of new pillows? No, oh, they can be a lot of money. Like it can be like unreal. Yeah, 
Depending we've on. gone through a few in, in, in searching for uh, the most comfortable pillow. And you're going through all these new technologies with pillows, right? You know, ones that are cooling and mm. gel inserts, which I don't really understand because you're putting a pillowcase on top of it anyway. There is yet another statement that my pally Lucky has made that makes me think that I'll never understand, understand the depths of your need for comfort. Yeah, what are you talking about? We have, what did you say? We have searched we for spent comfy some time pillows. looking for we pillows. comfy pillows. <laughs> Wait, you don't? No, I don't know that I've ever bought a pillow. Well, Brian comes home with you're them. You're a and vampire. I, you just sit there with, you probably lie fly on, flat on the bed with no pillow at all. It's unbelievable to me. I, listen, when I go to bed at night, I take off my clothes, I get under the sheets, I'm out cold. Right. It takes me 30 seconds well, maybe to get into bed. It must take you, you must have to start at 7 p.m. <laughs> to get into bed at 11. Well, listen, for the for the rest of the world that don't go to bed half-corked every night, some of us <laughs> take some time <laughs> to relax into the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't, not just drop and pass out. I don't know that I necessarily go to sleep. I, I normally just pass out. Um... Yeah, no, I just, I don't think I've ever bought a pillow. I don't think I've ever bought bed sheets. I've never bought a comforter. Not, I mean, Maria just comes home with them. Right. And she says, here's your new pillow, and I sleep with it. Okay. So you, like, if you're you very go, controlling. When you, you go on vacation, or you go, you don't struggle with uh, the pillow? Nothing. Nothing, no. eh? I lie down and I go to sleep like an adult, <laughs> not like a five-year-old who needs to be cuddled. And does, I don't need to be cuddled. Does does does, does uh, Adrian like put you in a swaddling cloth? No, that's too hot. We tried that once. Yeah, I bet you have a heavy blanket, don't you? I do have a heavy blanket. <laughs> I do, uh, and it is a napping oh genius. My God. And you think swaddling is too hot? No, that's too hot. No, I don't. And I, I don't use a heavy blanket at night. But every oh, now no, and then, no, no. every now and then on a nap, it's it's fantastic. Adrian, for the most part, uses it. I kick it off. So got, she, I got coop at my feet. That's enough. So does she need as much comfort going to sleep? Would you say you are more? Would you? Well, would you I mean, obviously, I've got a, a a bigger routine because I've got all sorts of stuff going on with between bike guards and and uh, CPAP. And I'll tell you one thing. One of the reasons I have had to look for pillows is yeah. because if I, if my pillow is too Here soft, yeah, I feel like I'm being suffocated. Because oh between God. that and the mask, you don't know these issues, Craig. You, <laughs> you just have a half a bottle of red and go to bed. <laughs> Easy enough. Yeah. Would you would you categorize yourself as high maintenance? Um, at times, yeah, I would admit that at times I have to be because. It's a medical maintenance. What the hell am I supposed to do? In fact, uh-huh. I think part of your throat issues in the morning mm. might be snoring and CPAP apnea type stuff. I have seen to an which ear... you should go get tested. No, because I've seen an ear, throat, uh, and nose doctor foot guy. Right. And uh, have had uh, x-rays and things shoved down my throat, and they've looked in there, and there's nothing going on. And right. they just think it is what it is. Even well, Dr. Downer has not brought up sleep apnea. The type establishments you're going to have things shoved down your throat are not the ones that are going to help you with those issues. Behind a dumpster. <laughs> Listen, you're just, you're a guy whose entire family is on sleep apnea. I'm right. surprised you haven't got the kids wearing it by this point. No. Because you're going to be convinced that if you've got sleep apnea, then everybody must have. Well, I, I, I held out for a very long time because 
everyone was getting when I first got diagnosed, like in the mid two thousands, everyone was getting diagnosed. Mm-hmm. It was like you know these are the new shoes, like everyone's got to have it's them. The new allergy, yeah. It just seemed like it was it was just fit. But then when I got tested, when you see like the EKG and the the heart spikes that you have when you stop breathing twenty seven times an hour, it was you know, pretty they nuts. Can fix that. They can they they can set that up to do that to you. Right. You know, they, they there's ways of selling you stuff. <laughs> well, the snoring was pretty evident as well. I mean, I could I could I could wake myself up snoring. And I could hear myself snoring as I was waking up. Like, that's how bad it was. How often do you uh, change up your ankle weights while you sleep? <laughs> Those are for exercise. And how uh, how many night nurses have you gone through? No, the shackles are interesting, but that's for a different purpose. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> with all with all of the stuff you have to do before you go to sleep, how you even made two babies? Oh, I know. Did you think Adrian would be long since passed out by the time you got your... Oh, my God. And that's why none the of these bed. things happen before marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, oh, it is embarrassing. <laughs> even having to travel with it all, right? Like, you go to, go yeah. to the airport this weekend, you take out the CPAP, and you get that look like, you have one of these things? Like, mm. yes, I do. Yeah, if you ever got divorced, uh, oh, I'd be marriage, single. You'd be single. Oh, well, yeah. I guess you get a sex in the afternoon. Yeah, and I'd, then have leave. To, I'd have to leave. <laughs> rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.